You know, you know you're too busy when I just told Poodle I wanted to show him of somebody that I thought had a big dick. And I said, we don't have the time because you have to be, you have to go to get some kind of new iPad because you, this is a you're, piece of you're shit. obsessed with technology. Um, no, I just want to need things to work correctly. Um, you need to finish your drink, y'all. It's one fifteen, and Poodle already has been a, a day. He is wound up, y'all. I have not stopped moving since seven a.m. This is the first time I've stopped moving. You had sex yesterday, though. You should be better. I, I, you know, you'd think, but it doesn't take. Poodle, is someone at the door? It's Southern Charm. Michael, it's time for my medicine. Come and listen to a podcast hosted by some queens Talking about folks living way above their means They all live in Charleston where the booze is always flowing And we know too much about them all because of Andy Cohen Bravo, that is Southern Charm Sweet Tea Well, Cameron is the sweetest And Austin is a tool Shep can be a jerk But Chelsea's really cool Craig is playing lawyer Eliza's playing games There's a lot of other blonde girls We forget their names Madison, Heather Lynn, Skimbleshanks. It's Sweet Tea, the unauthorized Southern Charm podcast. (laughs) It didn't take like a shower that you still sweat after like on Seinfeld. Can he just like go to Ralph's with his dick inside you so it'll settle (laughs) in so you're not stressed? Needs like every four hours, like yeah. like a like you have to build up uh, an immunity to it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, we have a lot to do. We do this have a lot southern to do. Charm. This is southern this charm. Episode was hard to watch. Sing episode seven, uh, season seven, episode four. Single, ready to Pringle. And I want to discuss the idea of naming it something. They're trying to make this about John Pringle's uh, kind of. Uh, devil may care, courtship of Madison, kind of will he or won't he? Mm-hmm. But it's not about that at all. It's about it's fucking about COVID. Fucking COVID, and we and, weren't prepared for that. And well, I I don't think one of the one of my big problems with Bravo shows and the way Bravo shows are produced is sometimes they land around a theme, and then sometimes they don't. Um, yeah, uh, a show can only be about one thing. And it does that per episode. Like some episodes are very themed of yeah. this, and some are yeah. just kind of like a day in the life. And I feel, I feel that sometimes the story editing is trying to cram too many things in. Um, yeah, like like me in my twenties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can we put a banana up there? Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Kumquat. I like that name. <laughs> um, but I I find um. Even in shows like Below Deck, which I like, um, there is sometimes they try to cram in too many things. And it's also just hard because you get it. These people want to, they want to make this show because they yep. want to hit, make their deadlines and, and make money. But we're kind of catching up to con unless you're Netflix, we're right. catching up to content that yep. now. We're going to have to hear about, I think somebody was just saying they were watching um, In the Sissy Squad, was it like New Grey's Anatomy or something like that? Yeah. And they're like, I no, it was some other trash reality show, but they're talking about COVID. And they're yeah. like, I watch this to get away from that. I, I think you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. I um, think so too. Because, like I was mentioning, there's a... The show is about one thing. You can have A stories, B stories, or C stories. It's still got to be around the theme. 
what? of what the show's about. And this just wasn't. This this was started to be about John Pringle and his ridiculousness and Patricia trying to get Madison with John Pringle. And it just, they did it with this, now it's five days before COVID, four days before COVID. Guess we have to cancel the party. It was this almost tragedy. It really. No one the, wants to see this. The last five minutes, the way it was edited together. I was like, my chest was yes, tight. This is terrible to do to your audience. <laughs> it was very I watched tense. it and I was like this. It was kind of like how it's it's kind of like the, those kids in the hall characters. Uh, it was like the Kevin McDon- McDonald and someone is like, this is my evil assistant. We are evil. It's like, right? Have you seen the movie Presumed Innocent? The wife did it. We are evil. <laughs> It almost like they wanted to fuck their audience. Oh yes, it's a great sketch. I didn't explain it well. That's okay. Because I I noticed in your face that you were dismissive. So I liked your evil voice. We are evil. <laughs> you could bring that back. Uh, anyway, uh, the last fifteen minutes of this was uh was kind of hard to watch. You guys. It was like watching fucking twenty four. Yeah, on like hour twenty three. <laughs> Not even that, because you know it's going to wind up good. Um. <laughs> That's that's scripted. This is scripted, but it's based on real life. And real life's been shit this year. I will say John Pringle's arms are amazing. Oh, I'm still really hot for him. His it's face a is problem. His, I'm oh, less I'm hot. totally his face into him. Is hot. I'm totally into him. The thing I don't like totally. about John Pringle, he always talks about, he always talks, his tone, his intonation, basically he's that guy that sounds like he never cares about anything. He doesn't. He's like, hey, hey, I love you. You're great. He doesn't care. But you know when he cares about something? When he he is having like I guarantee you a date with him, you fall in love with him. One on one when I, he's talking about serious stuff, he'll do that with guys. He comes off as a nice guy. I guarantee you. No, he's a douchebag. I guarantee you all John Pringle has fucked over so he many has ladies treated, that have, he has treated women so poorly you, and he, they fall in love. I, this he is reminds the, me of the guy we went to college with. And if Alyssa Albert, she'll let, but it reminds me of. Uh, I think I know who it is. Nathan C. Oh, yes. Definitely. Doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't have said his name, but that's okay. <laughs> I didn't say his last name. Libel. Libel laws. What? I sound like Trump. Libel laws. I wish libel laws were stronger don't, in this country. Don't say that name in our show. <laughs> anyway, um, y'all. So, anyway, um, uh, I, I, I think. By the way, if you're wanting a show that takes you out of COVID and makes you go, don't watch this episode. Or if you're, well, if it's going to say, if you're wanting a show that just takes you out of your life and you're like, wow, things could be really more fucked up, listen to our Plathville episodes and watch that. (laughs) That show is great. And the show is so good. And you guys, you could be Lydia with a prayer closet (laughs) writing down your scary prayer stories on your closet for your mama Kim to find. Uh, and you could be Lydia, who probably you've never been able to speak the word "period" in your house. It's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, y'all, even on your that, heaviest flow day, you have to you have to pretend it doesn't exist. That show is great. Thank God, God, love God after, stop me from bleeding. It's true, and thank God, <laughs> love after lockup is coming back this uh, Friday. Uh, yes, we need wonder it. how they're going to handle COVID. I don't know, but now it's life after lockup. Life after lockup, but they're going to be crazy. And it's kind of what, if you want to deal with COVID, you almost want to see people that are dealing with it stupidly. Well, this was pretty, like Craig. <laughs> but, but yeah, but still, it's, um, yeah, we'll see. Let's talk about, let's jump in. 
Uh, so we are we the the show does. This. Oh, I have one more thing. One more thing. Sorry, Jesus. You guys, we're recording this on a Friday, a week from today. What? Little home collection. <gasps> oh yes, premiering on I our merch what? store. <laughs> Premiering on our merch store, y'all. A week from today, it's gonna drop. I'm busy I, with like, there's rulers around my house. <laughs> I'm there's fabric designing. Fabric is just strewn over the piano. I've got one of those uh, wrist things with pin cushions. <laughs> he with just pins went, in it. He went to Eckerd's, and I was like, "Why are you wearing that?" <laughs> I at remember Eckerd's. Are there even Eckerd's anymore? I think they're gone. Oh, I'm sure. Like CVS, I think or, Rite Aid bought them. That makes sense. Who cares? Eckerd's. <laughs> Eckerd's. I didn't. I liked Eckerd's. I had no opinion about them. I, I, as a child, I never said, I enjoyed this drugstore re- over this drugstore. Oh, I really liked stores because I thought when I was a kid, I uh, would, when I got older, I would have my own store and call it Matthews. <laughs> and then I realized I worked in the Gap in college. I went, I don't want to fucking work retail forever. Oh, it's so awful. It's not awful. It's just, it's, I feel no, like. No, it's awful. It's a lot of work with not a lot of reward. It's because you have it's to a, deal too much work. The worst part about Y'all, retail people work their ass the off. The worst part about retail is customers. Yes, that's some people the retailers <laughs> work their ass off, do everything to make the store look nice, to have good product. Product is great. Working and then, with product is and great. And the entitlement of customers when they walk in and just say, Well, I'm not paying that and I want to say, You would keep your opinion so you just leave. I don't need to know. The, the the complete and utter entitlement of a customer who's here to spend money is the worst thing in the world. Yes. There's nothing worse, you guys. Maybe it's better when you work at those stores that are so high end that's like appointment only. Because some they're, bitch they're isn't going to make an still appointment terrible. They're still terrible. They're still terrible. Y'all, if you don't like the price, keep your comments to yourself <laughs> and just walk out of the store. And then call your mom and bitch about it with her. Uh, anyway, yeah, if you've ever worked retail, you know that your coworkers are great. You've probably done drugs there. Um, true. You're working with a product is fine. Even inventory, anything to be away from customers. I finally just was so awful to a couple customers <laughs> that I said, I need to be in book buying. And I worked in the morning where I could do, and I worked with my morning customers who weren't shitty to me and who would come in there. But anything in the afternoon or the evening were shitty customers. Yes, and I've learned from y'all, when you go to the Gap or a big store like that and you tell the, the store person, they ring it up and it rings up for twenty nine fifty, and you go, oh, I thought that was on sale. And you say, no, I'm sorry. And they go, well, why would I want to buy it for that much? And then you start going into your emotional reasons of why you want on sale. <laughs> I can't do anything. I work for the fucking Gap. Right. So if it's not on sale, just say, yeah, I'm going to put that back. And that's all you need to say. And I yep. say, okay. And that's why every retail manager you ever meet is the hor- most horrible person because they've been scarred oh. by everyone. Yes. Either that or they're lovely. Rarely happens. How many women were pissed off that dramatically different lotion was only nineteen fifty, <laughs> and that to get a Clinique gift with purchase, they had to spend twenty one fifty? I don't know. I <sighs> I. I barely think those are words. You mean but, to tell me I got to spend two more <laughs> yeah. dollars just to get my gift? And I'm going to be You're honest. You're that cheap that you want my two more dollars. Mother Poodle's the worst customer, oh, y'all. <laughs> the worst. If you've never heard the, the answering machine story, that go way back. Um, I won't tell that again, but it was a rough one. She boycotts stores, too. And I've got a lot of friends. And they're not going to come here anymore. <laughs> Lord. 
Okay, y'all. So this episode is starting with, which hopefully recorded. It was called a weird name. My, uh, I had to buy it off of Amazon. My Something TiVo didn't Pringle. record it. Yeah, Pringle, Pringle, and Ready to Mingle. I know, but it recorded it. The Pringle Ready to Mingle on TiVo ended up being season. Oh, Episode I don't know. One. I don't know. You can buy it on Amazon. So Craig's just walking around Charleston, devil may care, and in cute little red shoes. Yes. Um, I don't care about the red shoes. I've never seen the red shoes. Doesn't know. And so this, you know what that's from, right? No. Chorus line. When the the ballet, the, the oh uh, yeah, it's her monologue. God, I'm disappointed in you. How embarrassing. I've, I've never seen the show. I've only seen the movie, which the is movie's terrible. wretched, and I've only heard the music. The, if it's the not stage in the music, show is fantastic. Well, I've, I haven't been able to see it. Oh, you've never seen the monologues? So I haven't seen the monologues, no. The monologues are some of the most, oh, they're gut-wrenching. They're so good. Even the gay guy's monologue? Oh, we need to take you to, you need to see that show live. Well, that's not going to happen it's for a while. It's not going to happen right now. For a while. Maybe I'll just put on a one-person version of it <laughs> for you. Um, I, you do. It's called, y'all, after 9 p.m., Piano Cat. Piano Cat 77. <laughs> Piano Cat 77. I do a one-person version of some show. <laughs> some show. Yeah. You know what? And I get roses thrown at me. Yeah, you know what? He should call it a chorus butt. <laughs> anyway. It's one Bitcoin. Anyway, uh, which is $17,000, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. It's it, a lot of money. I feel like Bitcoin's a scam. I think it is. We really should We're talk about this We're never going to finish. You've got to go to Santa Monica to pick up your uh, poorly used auto uh, yes. equipment. So anyway, y'all. Craig's like, this kind of come in, out, and in, he throws him some toilet paper. And he's like, of I, course, don't, I don't know about this disease. Because Craig is like, I am alcohol, but we don't have food. And then we get this. Sorry, y'all, if it's jumping around, but this is the way the show is. But then we get one week earlier. Yep. Danny's going over to Catherine's. She's waiting on Catherine. Leva shows up. And then Madison shows up. And y'all, they're, and I realize. They're organizing Catherine's they're house. They're organizing Catherine's house. This is a problem with everything. Catherine's hair is too dark red. It's the hair color I've decided. It's too... It's kind of magenta. It's too red. Yeah. A, a, a strawberry red works much better that's on her. that's her natural color. Because it's closer to her natural color. And then, as her organizer's house, she's wearing this fucking oh, that, highlighter again. And also, she's wearing this kind of mesh bodysuit that looks like she's a mermaid. <laughs> I, I don't mind that, because your body, the your The highlighter clothes, is bad. But the highlighter is wretched. It's bad. Um, so, so they're yeah, organizing. They're helping her. Then they hang the mirror, and it's like half over the switch plate, and it really I, bothers me. That bothered me, me too. Okay, thank you. Thank you. They're setting up uh, her daughter's room. Yeah, Catlin's, Caitlin's, Layla, Har- Kenzie. Harley, Kenzie. <laughs> Y'all don't ever have something hanging over a switch plate. That's got to be a fire hazard somehow, right? Well, it's just ugly. I don't. Don't I have like- something covering a switch plate. I Come think on. you can have something covering. No, you can have something covering it. No, I'm saying it's like half obscuring a switch a switch plate. But it was like, oh, there goes the dog downstairs, y'all. Oh, great, I saw her walking it. She just walked him because when I pulled in, she was walking that dog. <laughs> that no, dog. the dog the dog doesn't bark because of other dogs, y'all. The dog barks because of anxiety because the dog is left during the day. And when the, she and was the dog walking, is, she was just lo- the dog was just looking up at her like, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. The dog has such serious separation anxiety, and they, and she hasn't really worked on it. <sighs> Let's move on. Yeah. So anyway, y'all, they're organ- they're <laughs> making love me, the- love me, love me, love me. I'll bite your face off. They're making the room look cute. And then they kind of have like this kind of talk. They basically start saying that. 
They went out. They did. And basically, they ended up having um, Madison crash to boys night, and then ended because of course she did at a bar, and then ended up from the bar going to. I would love to crash a boys night. You have, <laughs> and from the bar, it's going to Austin's. But eventually, but she ends up with. They're all out with guys, but Craig leaves early, so he's it's just Madison. I can't be hungover again. Austin and Pringle, Pringle and Daddy Pringle. Daddy Pringle. Oh, Daddy P. Which I co- told you he was a daddy, and after this segment, I'm it's forever, into it. It's I'm forever into it. cemented. Oh. Okay, I need to talk about what happened. Um, it looked like they're sitting there at Austin's now. They went back after, and Craig called some female friend of his. That he could braid hair with, and he went yes. over to his ha- her house. Yeah. Uh, Sandy, let's make pillows. <laughs> Can we watch Pitch Perfect Can again? Please? Can we watch Pitch Perfect? Um, do you like my pearls? Uh, so Austin he, Pringle is kind of. I'm sure Pringle was drunk, and he's kind of like oh, nuzzling. Did you not see the flashback? He was, he was drunk. Ripped, yeah. He was ripped. He was nuzzling uh, Madison. He said, uh, uh, and and. Austin's like, what are you doing? He's like, you know, he's like, uh, what did he say? He said something about, I'm conflicted about my relationship with, uh, instead of like you or with Austin or with you. He like said that out loud in the guy's house, which is awful. Which is awful. Um, and Austin's like, he's like, Austin, we're Austin getting this says, story by way. It's kind of it's actually, by way of four women. <laughs> well, but no, they kind of cut this. I enjoyed the editing. Yeah. They kind of had the they had like the four women talking about it, but then they cut to Craig and Austin talking. Yes, kind of they were back talking about forth. it. Yeah, um, and then the women, and then and then Austin like get the fuck out of my head. Get, sorry, get the fuck out of my head yeah, with my head. Get the fuck out of my yeah, house. Yeah. She's like, and all of a sudden Pringle and Daddy Boy is like. I'm not going no whales, no foul. <laughs> no, sure. And they're like, he used daddy boys, and everyone and went. Even Madison got made wet. her goosh. <laughs> Y'all. Because like, I love it when two men fight over me. Because no matter <laughs> what's going to happen, unless you are a parent, you don't develop that parent voice until you become a parent. Yeah, dad voice. And as soon as that, as soon as she said that voice, Danny, I knew exactly what it Catherine, was. Catherine, all of them just kind of went, oh, I know what that is. You heard, whoop, 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 <laughs> and that was their vaginas engorging. <laughs> vaginas don't engorge, clitorises. Something, something engorges. <laughs> I'm going to buy you an anatomy book. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> You'll skip over the female anatomy chapter, though. <laughs> well, ooh, penis. Ooh. Um. So, yes, yeah, so Austin, ba- so Madison was kind of like, I like that they were fighting for me, but at the same time, she was like, I was surprised, but also kind of into Austin finally standing up. And Austin- she would, I'm going to say this. Yeah. If Pringle was successful, if he had enough money, she'd drop Austin like a hot potato. I think he does have money, though. Doesn't um, he? But she just has to get away from the idea. If as soon as Austin has a couple more failures, I think she's going to drop him. I think she so has too. bigger designs. Yeah, yeah. Well, she wants Pat security. knows. Pat knows all. Pat knows. The Madison. deal is that's what's kind of been happening, y'all. Is Patricia's been pushing this? Yeah, and she does know all. You know what? Because not Pat only is she wise, but also she's old. She's seen shit. She knows how well, this game works. Because Pat knows. Uh, Madison is like her, just with less money. 
Yeah. And she's gonna she's gonna find uh, a a good a a kind of a good way to uh, if 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 Madison had been born with money, she'd be very different. Be very different. She'd probably still have her wit and her kind of uh, uh, like spunkiness, but she would not say the things she does. Mm. She would not rock the boat. And I guarantee you with Miss Pat, she plays the perfect pet. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, and Miss Pat sees a lot of herself in Madison. That's I think why, so, too. That's why she's wanting him, wanting her to find some, as, as Miss Pat said, and what his beer is in three stores. I want her to have Budweiser. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I want a Budweiser. I want to. I want to. I don't want to drink one. Sadly, you're going to get a Pabst because that's what you <laughs> choices you make. True. More like hipster. What, hipster the, boys. The, yes. Table for Schlitz. Yes. I'm Poodle Schlitz. I. I always. I. I try to date. Budweiser, but I always wind up a skinny little hipster like Dos Equis. <laughs> it's true. At the end of the night, that's who I'm calling. More like Australia. Oh, God. Australian for beer. No, um, Australia. The beer with the star oh, es- on it. Estrella. Like the cheap. Estrella. I said Australia. You're you- saying with the two L's. It's Estrella, like a, like a Y. It's, that's what I said, Estrella. Isn't it Yeah. In Spanish, Estrella, but you're 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 really digging in Estrella, Estrella. Yeah, it's easier. I don't know. Is it Estrella or Estrella? Like don't Estrella. pop your don't pop your jaw that Estrella. much. Estrella, Estrella. Especially if you're a, if you were a native speaker, which you are not, you would say Estrella, Estrella. Yeah. Sure. This has been a productive Riveting. conversation, <laughs> I see. Someone um, who speaks Spanish is screaming in their car <laughs> right are. now. Going, We've got a lot of people who saying, speak Spanish. You're both fucking wrong. Estrella. Anyway, it's, so, it's easier. Spanish flows more than you're wanting. It's not like Italian, which has double that's consonants That's actually and my stops. problem. I speak yeah. Spanish the way I learned to speak Italian. And that's incorrect. Yeah, there's no double consonants. I like saying it that way. Uh, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. I'd, I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. Mm, well, <laughs> um, so, I'd agree with you, but I don't care. <laughs> so Pringle, you guys, is setting up for the boys. Uh, he's like, there never been a dad's oh, house. Wait. Hold on. No, 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 no. We have to go back. We have to admit that y'all, so Catherine is getting, as the ladies are talking, she's organizing her house because she's like, well, Thomas is having a boy, so I got to get my right. shit together. And then we get a confessional scene. <gasps> She's vaping. <laughs> She's just, I think this. Don't pull over, y'all. I think this year, the, yeah, don't pull over. I think the camera crew are maybe. They're over maybe, her shit. They're over her shit they because are. they're showing her vaping. And she's like, I mean, it's a boy. It's a boy, y'all. I I feel too. And they also, even when she she takes a picture, this is later in Gwen's. She says, oh, oh, she looks terrible. She says, oh, I look so fat. She's like, I look big. And he's yeah. like, I can Photoshop that. I don't think they would put that in they the show if have. they were liking her. Um, I agree with you. I think Catherine's going to have a... She's not getting a good she's edit sliding this down season. a hill. Well, I think there always has to be a, 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 a villain. Sometimes it's Thomas. Sometimes it's Catherine. So, last season it was Madison. Madison's obviously not the villain anymore. So it yeah. has to be someone. That's all these Bravo shows. Yeah. One housewife is always the villain every time. 
and sometimes it switches. On Below Deck, there's always some stew or some deckhand who's the villain, and it switches. If you were on a reality show, who would be the villain? Um, me every season. <laughs> yes. I'm, I would make a good reality villain. I would say enough in confessionals to hang myself every time. They'd get me going. And they get him drunk and then give him a drink and y'all he'll start talking out of his ass. And every reunion, I it would just be people yelling at me about the things I've said about them. <laughs> and you just sitting there getting drunk. Yeah. And then at the end just telling everybody what you're thinking, walking I, off set like Angela. I'm the most probably like Kate from below deck. That's why I respect Kate. Um uh, even though, you know, Kate Kate has her detractors. It's either Kate, you're either team Kate or team Hannah. Um, and I'm I'm not a Hannah fan at all. I'm gonna oh. not talk about Below Deck anymore. All right, you're totally <laughs> into that show though now. Aren't you? I love that show. I know you do. I I need to go back and watch it all. So and Catherine's upset because she keeps saying y'all it's a boy, <laughs> it's a boy because because you know what that means. That means that it's gonna take away from her boy. It's gonna take away from boy and the inter- inheritance and family yep. line. Uh huh. And especially we haven't we haven't confirmed, but like if there's something cognitively off with their yeah. son, then I mean that not to be as a dig. I just mean that no, he it's might not be it's able been to... A, it's been a subject of extreme speculation. It might not. He might not be able to take over duties right. as a Ravenel. Yeah. So that's why she's freaking Sounds out. Sounds ridiculous to say that, but that's yeah. exactly how you would phrase it. Well, especially if his father gets thrown into prison for raping someone or sexual right. assault, he'll have to take over the Even business. Even though his oldest child is a girl. Doesn't matter. And does he have any more kids? He doesn't, does he? That we know, know of. That we know of. Thank God he didn't have one with Trashley. Oh, <sighs> boy. I'm glad she's gone. She's hanging out with Landon somewhere. I do miss <laughs> Landon a little bit. Not, beca- uh, not because. What? I, no, not because I like her. Because she's insufferable and she's just kind of really easy to make fun of. Uh, that's true. You mean Landon with her kind of lisp? <laughs> she was the worst, worst. She's one of the worst uh, reality show characters ever for me. I hate. I hated her with a passion. Did Landon have any fans? No. She had to have. I guess. No. Thomas. So, anyway, so that's kind of that's kind of it. Like that's basically how we leave this. Pr- Pringle also was like, "Get out of my house," and then Pringle left, and so now they're kind of. Um, he's forever now, Daddy Pringle, and now setting up for the boys. And yes, and so, um, did you see his dad jokes full? So here's shirt? the deal. And yes. then Shep had one. And then one. Shep had on the same shirt. It's got to be a Charleston thing or something. Um, or they got it at some event. Or what if they fucked and Shep wore the shirt? That didn't happen. I don't even want that to happen. You know, it would. No, it would be Craig. He would Pringle would fuck Craig. Oh, he would fuck. Yeah, he would. He would rim. Hold on, Cr- I do imagine that. <laughs> That's hot. He would. That is a hot image. He would rim Craig's smooth ass for hours. I'm getting and, aroused. And then just at thinking about that. Tap 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 tap. Oh my god! Are you gonna? Are you gonna do something to my butt? No, <laughs> stop it! No, don't you do that, Daddy Pringle? Yo, you were dirty, Daddy. Someone, stop it! That's, Pringle, now, now you, I'm uncomfortable. You were dirty. I, I went from <laughs> dirty. Stop! Hi, uh, I like it. Is that coke on your dick? <laughs> yeah. I went from aroused <laughs> to not when you made it real. 
Kind of real. You know? Someone write that fan fiction. Y'all, I'm st- Craig and Daddy Pringle. I still stand by this. And Craig, if you're listening to this show, if you're not got into being rimmed, Craig, I'm telling you, you'd you like would, it if guys or girls did it. Y- you would adore be uh, someone taking you to rim yeah, town. Yeah, even a girl taking world. you to rim town would make it's you. It's not gay squirm. to be rimmed. No, it's not gay at all. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> I like it that a very effeminate gay man just said, it's not gay it's to not, be rammed. Y'all, if, ladies, <laughs> if you're ribbing your husband, good for him. Good for him. And good for it's you. A, it's a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little gay. I don't think so. Guys can do butt stuff. It's fine. Well, speaking of Craig and John, they decided to go shopping. Yes. Oh, you did this by character. You didn't oh, wait, do this. Oh, wait, no. What's next? Did I miss it? Uh, Chef is playing tennis. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, this is really kind of, nothing happens. Well, I think it's interesting because I'm bored by this them. is, I'm fascinated by what he's do, what she's doing to him. I, I hate to say it may be short-lived, but um, I think he's finally found someone who kind of gives, serves back to him what he, what he puts out. I agree with that. And it's interesting. She's a match. And I feel like she likes him. I really oh, I think she, loves, she really I think she loves him. him. And I'm, so- She's like, we had the talk. They're they're playing, and he's like, I want to exert my dominance, gosh. Um, and uh, they, she's like, we had the talk. We had the what are we talk? And she's like, it's the girls' job. It's not the girls' job. And he's like, what? Well, I thought that girls is the one who decided we're just if we're just hooking up or not. Ho ho. And she's like, nope. It's the guys. Dip. She's like, because uh, the guys can say if that and he's like that's not right he's like you don't believe that though she's like true it was a weird it was because when she first said it, i was like uh girl yeah. you got a very I antiquated to be like, i was like very antiquated but however though it wasn't more antiquated i thought it was more of a realist perspective of look guys especially in charleston with peter pamphlet syndrome yeah fucking freak out when you bring that up to them that is true and so she said i'm just being a realist about that more it's true um uh, and then, then Shep, this is how you know it's serious. Shep says, she reminds me of my mom. Y'all, if that, that is not a dig. If a no, man tells that's a you, great thing. if a man tells you he reminds me of your mother, y'all, wedding bells be ringing. Yeah. Cause that's all guys want. It is all what guys want. A version of their mother they can bang. <laughs> it's true. That's what I mean, straight guys uh, want. That sounds terrible, but I promise you. You will there if you are happily married. Your husband found something in you that was slightly and, like his mother, yeah, and meaning relationship men who have good relationships yeah. with their mothers. Exactly. Now there's some mothers that then you're going to be the opposite of their mom. Then you're the opposite. Yeah, yeah. But if they're a mama's boy, yeah. Although ironically, my brother's a huge mama's boy, and my sister in law is not a lot like my mother. Interesting. Very different. Maybe that's something about your relation, their relationship. Maybe. Oh, maybe he also got her pregnant and married her. So, so maybe he might it not was had a choice because <laughs> he always says he would have fucked up and chose the wrong person. So maybe they had to make their marriage work. They really did. Sorry My, if you guys hear that fucking beeping on the uh, street. Welcome to L.A. <laughs> the world is loud. No, I think that's it because he always says he's like God chose for me because they got yeah. pregnant. That's kind of sweet. Or not? <laughs> I think it's sweet. Um. Anyway, so she's like, I need someone who can hang with us, who can go to the racket club 
and cannot like do a pretty woman, you know. So that that just tells you what Shep is looking for. Yeah. So then Craig is. Wait, hold on. Before we do that, we should probably take a let's break, take right? a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. You said wait for a garbage truck. <laughs> yep, yep. Welcome to L.A. All right, so you were talking about Craig. So Craig is, he's still getting the asbestos ruined from, or <sighs> removed from his house. <laughs> this is like fucking L.A. construction, or yep. New York City. And New York City! His parents are really happy that he's going to get a rental because he's moving out. And I think Craig is trying to grow up because he wants a routine. Well, he realizes that it really is when you think of it, y'all, even like John Pringle, who's like 45. Is he that old? He's in I his think 40s. He's at, I think he's at least 42, 43. Yeah. You guys, these men are too old to be partying like this. Totally. And I know that's a Charleston thing, apparently. Yeah, it is. And so we should know that you, I'm comparing it to yep. the other but parts Shep of the world. But is too old to be doing that. The way too old. And I think Austin maybe is, Austin's not even 30 yet, I don't think. I don't know. Uh, I think he's 30. Hey, Siri, how old is Craig Conover? Uh, Craig is 30-something. Okay, I found this on the web for, hey, Siri, how old is Craig Conover? Check it out. He's 30-something. Gotta be. 35? I don't know. He's 31. Oh, really? So that means when Craig came on that show, he was like 23, 24? I'm, yes. Wow. Good I mean, Craig. I guess... I guess it's not too old. Oh, I was fucking rabble rousing when I was thirty-one. So, but I, I don't know. It's just I but love Shep. Young, is Shep is I don't know. It's just I'm kind of like Austin's probably twenty-eight, twenty-nine. I feel like he said he's twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Craig's trying to get out of it because he's got yeah. a business. Um. Yes. And uh, basically, uh, Pringle is Pringle calls Craig and says, "You want to go help me buy a suit, boy?" That's my Pringle voice, which I enjoy. Uh, yeah. And, Come on, buy a suit. And Craig shows yeah, up. And he's like, amazing. so I need something for someone who is eloquently dressed. Not elegantly dressed. Eloquently. Eloquently dressed, which is about speaking. <laughs> so he just, fucked, he just fucked up his word. He did. Um, and so she's helping him look for clothes. And then Pringle comes in. Uh, right. Looking like a fucking snack. It did, and then even though he looks, he, he looks a little smelly. I will say, let's. You know what? We weren't going to do this, but let's do <laughs> our version of Southern Charm Theater. Okay. Shot it by a third, and I saw your tonsils, and it really bothered me. That hurt my throat. <laughs> they went like this. Whoa. You, when we do these shows live for people, the 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 way we manipulate our bodies, it's not pretty, y'all. It's not. It's made for radio. I was afraid of you. <laughs> yeah, me too. I thought you were possessed by a demon. Anyway, y'all be playing the, the role of Craig and Poodles. Him. Poodle's gonna be playing the role of uh, John Pringle. Johnny and P. Imagine we're in some it's some store called like Johnny, I don't know. Uh, Joseph A. Like, Bank. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And scene. 
Hi. Hey there, buddy. Hi, boy. How yous? You look, you look handsome. I like your Thank beard. You. I just, sorry, I, I, this has still got Cheerios in it oh. from earlier today. <laughs> Boy, you do smell like Stetson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that? no, that's uh, some. I was out on the boat this morning. Mm, Leftover Brian. Oh, I don't know what Brian is, but it sounds like wine, and I like wine. Let's talk yeah. about your fashion. What do you think? Uh, I would think, you do me in this? What do you think? No, I I wouldn't do you at all. You know, my fa- I need a I, I need would, a I would I need a real refresher on fashion. Sure, let's get you a coat, okay? I'm a fashionista. When I first moved to Charleston, my fashion was I became really preppy, and I wore polo shirts, and I wore. Wow, you kind of look. I, I can imagine you. You kind of yeah. almost look like a pretty girl there. Maybe I don't have a lot of hair, and so it was just kind of smooth. I wear my polo shirt and shorts, and then now I really have tried to like change my fashion to just you know pajamas outdoors. Who talks like this? I don't know, but still, let's put you in a jacket. Oh, let's look. This ain't no, my style. That, this no, too, this is good. You got. I need something that looks like it came from the Goodwill. No, you you've got to broaden your horizons. It's like I'll it, broaden something it, for you. It's like I like making gay jokes, even though I'm not. Well, I think it's like broadening. You know, it's like when you're wearing a when you're with a with a guy and he what? has a really smooth back, and if you just put a blonde wig on him. Um, he'll answer to the name Madison. That's, you know, broadening your horizons. I see. I see. I've been thinking a lot about our relationship. I mean, mine and Madison's. It's true. Your beard is so masculine. And scene. <laughs> I They're think that's kind the, of in a romance. They kind of are. It's interesting how they want us to think it's Craig and Austin. Y'all, I think John Pringle wants to fuck Madison and wants to fuck Craig. I could see it. I, I think, could see I it. I think John Pringle would easily just to fuck, just to say con- convention can go fuck itself. John Pringle would fuck around with a guy. That is in your head. And that is just what you, that is the farthest thing from the truth. Maybe. Craig and maybe Austin. If he was at some. John Pringle would never. If John Pringle smoked peyote. John Pringle, the devil's got him again. (laughs) If John Pringle smoked peyote in a house in Silver Lake and I just happened to be there. He um, might let you blow him then. (laughs) That's what I just said. you'd, You'd have to shave your beard. Yeah, I'd have to. Your your whiskers tickle, bro. <laughs> That's so hot. <laughs> I need well, help. You're, you're gonna. I've got to leave so you can beat off. Um. Anyway, y'all. He picks out this jacket for him. It looks cute. really cute. It's cute. Um. So that's kind of what they're doing now. They are starting to talk a little bit, like. John talks to his sister. Not really happens, but it, let's let's do a montage of the moments because there's a lot of people talking to a lot yep. of different people about this COVID thing, or as they're calling it back then, Corona. Yeah, and so I feel like instead of going through each one, like, well, then Madison talked to Austin, and then John talked to Jenny. And right. Dad, what if we do of moments when none of them realized how serious COVID was going That's to be? That's a great idea. Let's start with Catherine wearing that <laughs> uh, Pepto-Bismol blazer at Gwen's. Okay. Y'all, Gwen's was just, I mean, this Madison at Gwen's seems pretty dumb, but literally. Different Madison. When, yeah, it's a different Madison. Madison too. When this Madison seems more adept on what the world events are than Catherine, Catherine's like, problem. I guess I need to Google that. 
She does Remember say when that. She was like, "I look on Pinterest." <laughs> I guess there's not there are not a lot of COVID chic stuff on Pinterest. Of COVID chic. <laughs> um, when you cough so much that your chest won't work anymore. No, I'm dry. I snored um, last night. I need water. Uh, well, why are you snoring? Because I was just so tired. Oh. Well, I probably need a CPAP machine now. <laughs> and you know what? Ever since seeing my dad struggle with sleep, I'm like, my ego, I'm getting over this. If I need a CPAP, then give me a fucking... Because as one sissy said to you, nothing's more sexy than an oxygenated brain. I, <laughs> and Poodle I, felt two inches tall. I kind of agree. I'm just saying I can't sleep with someone. It's, it's very loud. Well, I'd have to use We'll airplugs. never sleep together. Uh, that was a foregone conclusion. Because when we do live shows, y'all... We're not sharing a hotel room because, no. A, I want to be able to watch Murder, She Wrote reruns and go to bed without having my roommate fuck someone in the queen bed beside me. We'll put up a sheet. You know how you are just sitting there when you were in college and the two people are under the covers just giggling and you're just going, don't think about them doing that. Don't think about them doing that. You were thinking about him. Mama, what are they doing? Don't look there, son. Don't look. Mama, am I ever going to find love like that? Probably not. Probably not. Anyway, so, so that's Catherine. She's got her uh, hot pink with her flaming red hair, and she's trying to get her social media contact content up. They're taking the picture. She's wearing this yellow I dress big. that's just boobs out. I couldn't even talk here about COVID because I was looking at her boobs. Her boobs were out. So that's Catherine. I guess I need to Google it. We need to Google it. And then when John talks to Jenny, they're talking about Madison and how John says, you know, I go after I have to. I go after. I guess I have a problem going after friends' girlfriends because he's kind of a douche. Yeah, he's a douche. But I like, and then I tell him about it, and he's like, "I don't know if I'm. The kids are coming. You know, I think this thing will blow over in about two weeks." He did say that. Then we have Madison FaceTiming Patricia. Yeah, and she's like, "Sorry, I was bidding at an auction. (laughs) Bidding at an auction. Sorry, I had to hang up on you." And Madison is kind of like, she's not being nonchalant about but Madison's kind of like, well, I'm going to do what I have to do to get it done. Yep. And uh, and then Patricia's like, okay, well, don't let anybody breathe on you. <laughs> That's Very, the choice. That is the most Patricia thing. <laughs> I, I think other Patricia things you could say when you're when you hang up on someone is, sorry, uh, I I was I was just at the horse race and my horse just won. Yes, or you could say, "Excuse me, someone's at the front door. I've got to go." Click. Sorry, someone's at the door. Oh, oh, one of the oh, greatest things ever. Oh, that was that just. Who gave was me. that to? Um, was it Eliza? No, it was to um, Naomi. Naomi. Oh, oh, that was so. Because Naomi was trying to talk to her about drama. Right. She's like, "So I think someone's at the door." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Miss mm-hmm. Pat. Uh, so there's a little bit in there with uh, we. Uh, Pat does talk about Austin being in three stores in Charleston for the beer, and we said she wants mm-hmm. to be in Budweiser. Let's talk about Leva because she um, also has. She also at first when she's talking, God Lamar, God Lamar. I knew we were going to hear this. God Lamar. Oh, sweet mystery of life. At last I found you. <laughs> stick it in, stick it in, stick it in, stick it in, my you, I need to sedate you. Lamar is so hot. I bet his butt looks like two cinnamon rolls 
And they're way sweeter. It's weird because I found him less attractive in person than uh, in photos. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> Tell me he can't fuck. You know, I didn't see him that much. Get Give me the gift. Huh? I, I, I... I didn't see him that much. You saw him enough to know the gift. He's, he's very hot. He can fuck. I'll tell you, he can fuck. No. What is your What is your senses say? I didn't. I honestly, I did not see his face that much. He was kind of his his face turned. I think it is girthy and amazing. It's pretty good. I could tell you that, but I needed to full profile. He was he was barely in it. It's the true. fact that you're losing it over him when Ugh. he was, I think he may have had 10 seconds of screen time. You no, know, he's a very hot, bald black man, and he's also rich. That is both of my, <laughs> you know what, usually. One, two, three. The latter usually hasn't happened for me. Yeah, you haven't found that yet. When they, bless their heart, ride up and they're fucking like Toyota Corolla. <laughs> The music's bumping, and I'm like, well, he's not going to tell me his name. Come on in. <laughs> Shit I did in my 20s. Uh, 30s. 30s. Um, so Leva is basically saying to, about her about business, this because it's a tourism city. People are starting to cancel. She's freaked out. But I'm, even she kind of says at first, like, you know, we'll kind of get through We're not New York. This. We're not, We're not LA. New York. It's not going to be that bad. But yep. now she ends up calling a meeting with everybody because shit's hitting the fan. Yep. Um, and y'all, she even says, I mean, we kind of, was it next week where we see that they're, no, she says that they're, they're going to close. Yeah, they're going to close. And, well, they're going to close because uh, later on, McMaster, the governor of South Carolina, who my parents hate, um, uh, basically says every, schools are closed, things are closed. That was like way in the beginning of the pandemic. And, and then they reopened. Forget, <laughs> you know, Charleston is, it's a huge tourism city. It is. It's the number one industry. Definitely. Yeah. So Craig's got a new house, you guys. It's beautiful. And he's got a sewing machine. Um, it's thirty nine hundred dollars a month. That's a yeah. that's ex- it's a big house. It is, but that's expensive. That's very expensive. I mean, it's not LA prices. That yeah. house would be six- But a house house would be that house that it's house not far off. That house would be double that in LA. That house would be ten thousand dollars a month here. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like it has an upstairs. Yeah, definitely. It's a nice rental. It is. Um, and Craig's like, Shep shows up and he's like, so what are you doing, Gorsh, to to not get Corona? He's like, we're washing we're, our hands. We're washing our hands. And of course, Shep brings Coronas, which everyone was funny. Do We were all having fun with bringing Corona to parties. I'm glad that they're, we're calling it COVID now because I felt sorry for Corona. I, I know. saw their sad. sales dropped. Yep. That's why people were trying to. So we also find out that Craig's a conspiracy theorist nut. We forgot about that. He has said shit before. Y'all, Shep says Craig thinks COVID is done with 5G. My neighbor down here thinks the same thing. I had a talk with her about it several months ago. You had one conversation with her, and I bet that's all you had. That's all I had to do. What did she say? She's like, I don't know. I think it's 5G. She's a nut. She's She's an actual nut, my neighbor is. You've yeah, seen her. I once I she, was, she was, was my your car, Uber driver. My lift. I yeah. once my car was getting worked on and she was my lift driver. And I was like, this bitch is crazy. And then she just parked in the space behind your house. And she's like, Okay, this is where I live, so I'll just drop you off. And I was like, What? She's crazy. She's so crazy. She is. Anyway. Um uh why would you show your fair where you where you live? I don't know. It's very strange. <laughs> anyway, so 
they're um so Levin Lamar has it. Meanwhile, Madison and Hunter and Austin go out. This was such a weird episode. So many Madison ran- and Hunter. Who's Her Hunter? Son. Oh, Hudson. Same thing. <laughs> Madison and Hudson go out with Austin, and they're having ice like, cream. Who's Again, nothing really happens. I will say the the saleswoman, the 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 cashier woman is extremely familiar, friendly. I don't think this would have happened if it hadn't been on camera. No. <laughs> What can I get you a wonderful like, we'll bring ice cream. it to you. Uh, it is interesting that Austin orders, I'll take a gold digger Sunday. Like Patricia wants you to be. Yeah. Ugh. But she is, she's like, I'm trying to make you realize that I'm in love with you. And and he's it's he's not pushing hard. I know. It's a single mom who I know. didn't grow up with he a lot of money and needs security. He doesn't see that. I don't think they're long together. No. Yeah. Um, Too different. Anyway, uh, so uh, one thing we did, did that did happen is that they're postponing Pat's dinner. They uh, are. And but Craig's like, well, I guess we're gonna have a housewarming party. No, you don't get it. No one should be having parties right no. now. And even Chef's like. This is the beginning of something. Shep and Whitney were both pretty prudent, saying this is the start. Yes, Shep. Both really. of them. Both of them are kind of intelligent. Both Shep and and, and Whitney are intelligent. Well, not even intelligent. I don't think it's. No, it is intelligence helps. With they the know bourbon, about the world, though. But being worldly, yeah. is what as I feel like people are more aware of the Corona COVID thing. Yeah. Because I know some smart people in the middle of Oklahoma that I've never traveled anywhere. Yeah, and you're like, probably right. Not going to hurt me. And now their schools are shut down and all the hospital beds are full. Yeah. But I think intelligent is the more you know about things around you. Yes. Um, Y'all, that's why we've said before, not right now, travel is important. Yeah. Travel is a necessity. Friends your world. It's a necessity of learning and the human yeah. experience. And teaches you how to understand the world. And, if, especially if you live in certain parts, it finally lets you suck an uncut dick. <laughs> dick we never you get a dick, <laughs> you get a stick, everyone's gonna get dick. Yes. The Dick Riviera. What? <laughs> yes, that's how it's gonna end. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Like right when you're, they think it's over. What? <laughs> One of those stingers. Yep. Um, so we also find out uh, that Pat, Miss Pat, is in quarantine, and uh, uh, and but and uh, as well as Austin, she basically she's talking to him and she's like, and I'm going to tell her that um, we're in love. <laughs> we do hear that. Yes. Four days later, this is the, this is how terrible this show is. It is. We find out. It that- was also weird because. Y'all, this my birthday's on March twelfth, and that's when all all this kind of went down. Thanks for that. Well, no, but I mean, they kept saying the days <laughs> of like right March eleventh, March twelfth, and I went. I just want to say, y'all, we knew better. Speaking of worldly, unlike March twelfth, I didn't go out on my birthday. Yeah, we kind of knew we here. Knew. And so to see Shep just or Craig just walking around buying yeah. suits, I'm like, y'all are idiots. Well. And, and honestly, you're getting your information from different places there. Yeah. So, uh, Leva's basically saying in the end, I'm worried about the city, but we're going to have two layoffs. 
She's like, we can't do this. They're going to have to close things. Yeah, they're closing down. Cat uh, is talking to, Catherine's talking to Danny. Danny's like, please, I know you've been at home. Please meditate tonight. No. Trying to keep her sobriety, basically. Catherine is like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've been in the house for four days. <laughs> bitch. Bitch. I've been hold in the on. house for nine months. Hold on, bitch. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Austin's like, I'm kind of depressed. At least we can drink alcohol. At least we can drink alcohol. A little bit of alcohol. And, um, you know, I never thought about this, y'all, but, you know, Madison, she's people that did hair, y'all, our salon sissies. They're fucked. They really got yep. fucked in this. They, I think they just now, and they might close again in California or in L.A. again. We don't know. So... Everybody in Austin said, if I can't sell beer and you can't cut hair, it looks like tuna fish. Yep, tuna fish ramen. And Shep is talking to Craig, and they're all scared, and there's no partying. And Craig says, in a very, and with a hint of foreboding, and like the the Christ child innocent says, I guess this is a thing now. And that's how the show ends. And that's how the show ends. I'm hoping... That there weren't any quote unquotables. Um, I'm hoping that next episode will. It looked like we're gonna get like fun COVID I things. Think this was I hope filmed. I think the next episodes are filmed after, after lockdown. After lockdown, yes. Because in Charleston, like, lockdown only happened for like a month, and then everything went back to normal. Honestly, yeah, for them, wow. and so that's why, y'all. We've been locked down here in California for. Since March, nothing's really lifted, and we just got a curfew that starts from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. on Saturday. So maybe it will help people who are going out and partying, and you know, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, y'all, keep be safe out there. Be safe. This was. I know this was kind of strange. Hopefully, us making fun of made you less. I don't blame you turning it off if you didn't want to watch it. It's it's oh and you know what I will say just from personal experience because I'm having to travel right now, you guys know what you need to know and then sometimes it's oh not to be blissfully ignorant but like know what you can handle. I can't read stories right now about nurses or young people getting COVID and things like that. Yeah, because because I have to travel right now. Right, it stresses me out too much. Yeah. So, but I will say to y'all. Another sissy was talking about that. I just want to say, people that don't respect boundaries are assholes. You're not an asshole for having a boundary. No, not at all. If you don't want to go to your family or friend's Thanksgiving because you don't feel safe, you're you not don't the go. Ass- and you don't have to be an asshole to do it. You don't go. And you just say, hey. And if they get upset about it, say. That's their issue. I can understand why you're disappointed and sad. I'm disappointed and sad, too. But this is just what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. I hope you can respect it. And yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, because you guys, you guys, when the when the history of this pandemic is written, um, you're going to be right. You're going to be you're going to be the, the the right one. So know and that that's what Poodle cares about. <laughs> is being being right. right. Yep. It's the only thing that matters. And on that note, y'all follow us at ninetydaygays.com. You can see all of our other shows. We got Plathville, Love After Lockup, um, Life After Lockup, now. Life After Lockup, and po- and what is it? What uh, we, we have too many sign-offs for different shows. Have, y'all come back now, you yeah. hear? I was about to say Lalu you later. <laughs> Bye. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to Poodle and to Matt. And they would like to thank you folks for listening to their chat. 
You're all invited back next week, but please, before we're through, just mosey down to iTunes and leave us a review. Poodle, you and reviews, you're shameless. That's what they call me in college. Y'all come come back back now, now, you hear? hear?